Hey confidants, it's your girl Teresa. You're listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. This is the podcast where comedians confess something they've never told anyone before. It's the holidays, which means I'm sending out holiday cards. I love sending out holiday cards. Um, I'm going to be doing it again this year. I always have a lot of extra, so if you guys are listening, I'd love to send my confidants some. Um, that does mean I will need your mailing address. So if you want a card, email me, tell me anything pod at gmail.com. Um, I really want to do this uh, charity thing that I did last year. So if you guys want to and are feeling generous, donate something to charity of your choice, whatever charity you want. Uh, if you need some suggestions, I like the Trevor Project, ACLU, um, so many great ones out there. Um, but uh, you can do whatever, whichever one you want. And then just send me a receipt because um, I don't know. I just think that's nice. And then I'll, uh, I'll send you a little card and a little sticker, and maybe something else. I don't know, I'll think of something. Um, But yeah, or you can put it on uh, online if you wanna put it on the Twitter or on the Instagram or in your story, just hashtag it, secret giving. You can tag me at Larissa T or at tell me anything pod just to make sure I see it. And yeah, and then I'll send you a little card in the mail. And I'll write a little personal note. So tell me your name or your fake name, and I'll use that. Okay, that's really all the announcement I have today. Announcement is not plural because it's only one announcement. Um, But like usual, I love when you guys give me nice reviews and five stars on um, Apple Podcasts. And um, that's about it. Um, I'm going to get to the episode. Ooh, I did want to tell you guys I, I started EMDR therapy, which is something I've talked about on this show. So I probably won't really get into talking about it on the podcast until next year. Um, it's kind of a long process. It's very emotional. It's a lot of, a lot of stuff. Um, but if you guys are curious about that, I will be including that in the, a little snippet in the uh, confidant newsletter that goes out every month. Um, and again, to get on that newsletter, uh, it's PayPal.me/slash. You can tell me anything. Five dollars or more um, once a month. I mean, sorry. <laughs> As you can, my, ugh, gosh, wow, I dyed my hair today and it burned my head so much, I'm losing my speech. It's not monthly, you can do it once and you'll get on that month's newsletter, is what I'm trying to say. And you can do it multiple times and you can get on every month's newsletter or you can just never do it again. Okay, guys, I'm just going to get right to the episode. Um, please enjoy this interview I had with comedian Sam Wiles. Bye. You can tell her, you can tell her. you're listening to you can tell me anything this is the podcast where comedians confess something they've never told anyone before it's very exciting or you know that they've never publicly told before i've added that caveat because people really stress out about that being said i'd like to introduce my guest he doesn't need an aka because he's a great comedian and (laughs) (laughs) doesn't doesn't rely on nicknames to uh find his confidence um he has a great (laughs) show called rod stewart live every wednesday at la quivita and a podcast of his own called Fight Island. It's Sam Wiles. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Uh, thanks for having me. If any of your listeners want to edit in my own AK okay. to do their personal episodes, no, AKA? just whatever they do. You do think one of. on your pod? No, okay. no. Jordan and I weirdly do um, Welcome to Fight Island, the podcast of fictional fights, the island that we bought with our very own money that we got from something. 
Oh, that's fine. So it's it's like, always a different thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's always like whatever Jordan and I like riffed two seconds before it started. Or like I'll write something down and slide it to him or he'll... Gotcha. It's usually, it's usually something Jordan's had in the chamber, but it's like... Yeah. Um, yeah, we wrote the movie Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates <laughs> to afford this island and... That's so funny. I yeah, I I do think there's something fun about the little rituals in the beginning of a pod, but oh, yeah. I just never, you know, it's my own shit. Me being like, I need to have I think, an. AKA. I think you having a mild panic bef- while it starts. I think that's, that's a ritual. Part of that's it. great. It's happened yeah, yeah. quite a bit, and it's mostly because I, <laughs> I'm always like, should I have an AK? I don't know what it is, but um, Sam, I like to start with a good confession because not all confessions are bad. Sure. Is there something good you'd like to confess? Oh yeah, this is more a, a brag on. My girlfriend, she is very into uh, like, um, she's you. You've interacted with her. She's she's like kind of loud and brash, but she's like very into like justice and like helping people. And last night we picked up a, a like a blind homeless woman who like really couldn't walk, and uh-huh. we not homeless. She was in a women's shelter, but she was okay. like around the block, and we like had to help her walk for so long that we just, I ran back and got the car uh-huh. and we got it, but it was all of my girlfriend's insistence and her, she like stopped traffic so we could like usher this to lady across. Her. And like, it was very nice. It was like, Aww. Oh, that's like, it's like a nice reminder of like what, like we've been together for a long time. So it's like a nice mm-hmm. reminder to be like, Oh, like that's why I like you. <laughs> like you're, you're like a better, much better you person than be I am. Nice. <laughs> you know, you're like a better person than me. So that's like, it's Aww. nice to see. I don't know. And this, uh, this lady was very sweet and we like talked to her for a while and, that um, is really sweet. It was good. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. It was by the old Meltdown Comics and we were just like, you know. Oh, yeah. That area is <laughs> sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sketchy, but it's also like people driving Maseratis like as fast as they can through red oh, lights and you're right. like, Jesus. Yeah. People do speed down that. It was like kind of by El Compadre or whatever, which uh-huh. we don't go to anymore because of there's no Meltdown. Yeah. What is that Meltdown now? Well, it was Ruby for a while, which I think is also closed. We're, this huh. podcast used to be recorded out of. The, uh, it's like a they turned that into a... They didn't really turn anything. It was exactly <laughs> the same with a new name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, some signs that said like breastfeeding room and intersectionality. And <laughs> sure. Which is great. Like I, I know sure, I said sure, that sure. in a way that felt judgy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm more. Yeah, making... you're a classic. You're a classic. Uh, you hate these West Coast elites <laughs> yeah, yeah. with I their hate breastfeeding women. rooms. Ugh. God, they should not talk. Um, no, <laughs> I, I guess like the the judgmental part of that came more out of me thinking it's funny that. It was exactly the same theater, but like they just changed the labels. But oh not, yeah, there's like a, there's still the like a big, of the labels. a big like Ninja yes. Turtle figurine, but they put it like a wig on yeah, it. Yeah, like, no, the the logo for Nerdist is still in the podcast room of oh, the Ruby. Funny. So that's what it's more that of yeah. like it's clearly the Nerdist with now more pink, but um, <laughs> but which is fine. <laughs> Can you tell how nervous I am to get canceled? Oh yeah, um, you're 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 one of the most watched on pins and needles. I'm always, I just assume I've been canceled. That's, that's, I know. Please, someone cancel me already. Maybe yeah. I never. I never even started. I was never picked up. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Oh, like, it's so hard. Yeah. Can't get canceled. That is the main reason I've never been canceled. Is I'm you have to have pilot. No, you have I'm to not have even. Something to cancel. <laughs> this is true. Um, that is where that came from, right? Like canceling a show. And because that's what kind of people started canceling The etymology of that term? Of uh, the way we use it now about like canceling celebrities. Um, I, I feel like I remember the slang kind of being like cancel this person, mm-hmm. uh, uh, transposing the idea of canceling a show. I now believe we you. Just say that, that sounds believable. <laughs> that, se- that seems like something that would happen. That's what I may have made that up, but I, I think that's true because I'm going to repeat it. Yeah. I don't. I don't care if it's real. I'm saying it because people go like cancel South Park. Cancel, yeah, yeah. And that was happening. Before. Oh, cancel Colbert is where it came from. I think so. Something I think like that, that. I think you're totally right. Yeah. Huh. Weird. It's weird to think about a time when that was a big problem. Yeah. You know when I mean? actual shows were getting canceled. Or just or just that like Colbert like actually like 
for any moment of time captured the ire of the country and it's like it's so much worse now (laughs) yeah i mean i guess if you're doing anything political that's just gonna happen but the internet has made it um so everything feels really real when people are mad also but then the life cycle is about 12 hours oh sure if you can sit it out yeah if you just are like oh what happened i was on a plane and just try not to say anything Mm -hmm. for two days people will forget (laughs) but i do there was a time when people would write letters you remember this like snl uh, i used to give the tours at nbc and we had to tell the story of like how sinead o'connor you know had her whole thing (laughs) you had to tell that story (laughs) that's a very funny one that you would have to do required at gunpoint to tell that story um (laughs) no for some reason that was it is the one interesting (laughs) thing you could talk about because otherwise you're just like and this is where sherry o'terry tried on a different (laughs) shirt and then like we go this is where sheney o'connor fucking tore picture of the pope yeah like that's fun i would love that if that's what my tour guide said we made up we used to tell people there um they built a real (laughs) hot tub yeah on the uh, a real hot tub with running water on the stage which wasn't true um chris parnell slept in this hole <laughs> why <laughs> yeah just lies but the pope thing the big part of that that i remember being weird not weird but just like oh that was a different time is how after that people would call in and write letters about mm-hmm. how mad they were yeah and it's like that's how people people used to react oh, yeah. to things they saw on tv yeah, yeah. can you imagine writing a letter yeah it's th- so funny to think about <laughs> it's so funny to think about like the sensitivity of the american population like yeah. We're that now and it's so dumb, but you almost get more ridiculed about it in a way that I think people are more embarrassed to be sensitive, which is kind of a necessary yeah. evolution. Oh, you think they're more do you think people are less well, sensitive like, now? We're just less like chaste and less like offended. Mm, oh, L- sure. Like less like um people don't have as much like I feel like puritanical sensibility where they're mm. like, A picture of the Pope, oh no. It's more like evil Trump type shit where oh yes I think people used to be like there was dancing on TV or uh whatever I see yeah that is very funny but it's funny like people were um have you seen that documentary Hail Satan that came out this year oh no I saw the trailer for it because it was at um don't remember which festival but it's so funny to think about people being shocked by the devil like what are you like a little kid (laughs) like that's so funny that like people were like clutching pearls and like literally like I think uh, it's almost like uh, the protesting and stuff about like the devil, which is made up. Like, what are you doing? Or that's like, that's like getting mad up, about like, like we, that's like yeah. getting mad about like Daffy Duck or something. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, I'm furious about. Well, it's funny because the people who believe in it are mad. But then if you believe in it, why are you mad? He exi- like, if you believe the yeah, devil yeah, yeah. exists and that you're good or whatever and you believe in God and that will save you, yeah. then you should be like jumping for joy that like you have a real life chance to like right. your values are tested and yeah, yeah. this is what you've trained for is and, like and not like, believing yeah, in the And devil. like your omnipresent God should jump in and win because they're yeah. all powerful. Like that, uh, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's almost because they... I like being like dumb that. and talking about a broad <laughs> cultural idea. It's, no, it's fun I, for me. I like I no, but like the thing of that hell saying, at least from the trailer, it seems like it's about free speech, right? Yeah, yeah. And the guy They're just like trolls. Yeah, like the, the, guy the modern church of it. Satan is like trolling. Yeah, and it's truly just the guy being like, if you're mad at this, you're dumb because he doesn't even believe in it. But it, by that logic, then these people who are mad, um, are giving power to the devil because if it's 100%, like yeah. if you truly are just like yeah the devil's real and this guy's a dick then you just ignore it like what is yeah. he challenge what yeah. part of you is, yeah, he, yeah. is mad like why are you mad yeah. at that but like haircuts used to offend people to the point where they'd write letters in like everyone in america's always been <laughs> insane it's kind of nice to think about like if you like feel like times are too crazy oh, right sure, now it's you're like no we were like we were We've been bananas this entire time. They were like, (laughs) yeah, people going crazy in the 60s because people on camera had beards or whatever. That's so funny. 
I yeah. think cops are still not allowed to have beards, right? Is that a yeah, rule? You, I feel yeah, like but I also don't want a cop with a beard. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that guy's going to doubly not help me find that's my stolen car. That's a cop that car. does improv. Um, yeah. He has a beard. Yeah, that's, I had, uh, the. I don't know if I've ever told you the story. I got my car stolen this year. No, I don't think in so. In January, oh, and no. uh, and it just got stolen off the street. I was just downtown, oh, no. and I came that's out. So I came outside, and I flagged a cop down, and I was like, "Hey, um, my car was stolen." Yeah. And I like didn't. I was like, "I hope you don't. I hope you believe me." And he just goes, "Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that happens." What? And I was like, "You unhelpful piece help of shit." You at all? They did ostensibly nothing, and then the uh, <laughs> the lady who like took my report and stuff took my phone number and um, nice. Then two days later, they found my car. The guy dr- uh-huh. dr- was driving it. The guy who stole it was driving it, and they pulled him over. And like very lucky, but the lady called me at 4 a.m., which is when they caught him, didn't leave a voicemail. What? And I just had a missed call, and I woke <laughs> and I woke up, and I was like, I wonder if this missed call is the cop? And I called, and I was like, hey, this is weird. Is this a police officer? Like, uh-huh. I think uh, if it is, like, maybe you found my car, and she was like, how'd you get this number? And I was like, you called me? <laughs> And she goes, oh, we're supposed to block it. <laughs> like wow, she was supposed like she to. she admitted she did it. She admitted she it. like fucked up. And I was like, yeah. And then I was oh, like, no. how did you not leave? Why didn't you leave a voicemail? And she's like, you know, I don't know. It was late. And I was just like, you are oh not good at being a cop. This is awful. Sounds like so. like a like an uh, ex-girlfriend or someone who's trying to like. Like that's I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, I don't know. I yeah. didn't want to leave. I was, yeah, I this cop sure was nagging me about my car. I was going to pl- I, uh, I was going to call you and hang <laughs> up and then I didn't block my number. Whoops. <laughs> Officer Gutierrez, quit playing games. I need to get my escort back. Oh, well, anyway, I did get my car, car back. It was, it was nice. And nothing really happened. It was just really dirty. Oh, but well, I whatever. Guess, yeah, that's a good thing that uh, my car just got towed. Oh, sure. I've had was, my car towed like, yeah. s- I think seven times. Wow. So. Yeah, That's I'm really irresponsible with that. That's not money. my confession, believe it or not. <laughs> well, I this was completely my fault. So I take mm-hmm. full responsibility. I parked in a lot that said, don't park here, tow away. But I had done it before and gotten mm-hmm. away with it. So, what lot, if you um, don't mind me asking? It was around Gold Diggers, that bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there's like a liquor store lot that... Mm-hmm. Honestly, I've done. You're not supposed to. Don't do it, guys. Um, <laughs> but it's closed that night, and there were other cars there. So I was like, mm. "Fuck it, I'll just park here." But I think that towing company sometimes sends people to tow because they sure. probably know sure. that people will do that and they'll make money. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. you know what? Because it was a hundred percent my responsibility, I wasn't mad, which was a sign of growth. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think like I often get mad at myself for things sure. like that and i'm like fuck something happened and i'm mad but that yeah. time it was so like i just had to laugh because mm. i was like yeah i remember seeing the sign and going i don't care and then <laughs> like well that's what happens <laughs> i've had my car accidentally so, towed like how do you accidentally get towed? so someone towed like the wrong car oh no um someone towed my girlfriend's car for tickets she'd already paid it just like they oh. read they read the, Did she get the thing wrong back? yeah okay good yeah, but that sucks. anyway, it was crazy. It was like w- really inconvenient because you're like, well, part of the contract is if I pay the tickets, you don't do this thing yeah. to me. Well, that's a sign. Even if your girlfriend's a good person, bad things don't oh, yeah. happen. So <laughs> nothing is real. Cause, yeah. uh, anyway, um, welcome, to, well, <laughs> welcome to nothing is welcome real. Morality nihilism. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, well, what do you believe in? What do you like? Do you have like any like sort of like faith or beliefs or like what's your sort of like world? Oh, no. I don't really have anything. Uh-huh. I just don't think it matters. But yeah, uh, I don't mind when people do. That's okay. Did you grow up in a, a already like atheist or? No, we were Methodist. Okay. And uh, that's. Wait, the, wait, where did you grow up? 
Iowa. Iowa. Okay. I lived in, lived in Missouri when I was a kid, and then oh, like St. Louis area, though, right? and then yeah, yeah. That's when I like saw some like church, yeah, like capital like C church. There, right? Yeah, like Missouri Senate Lutheran. I remember we went with like uh-huh. my mom's friends, and like my mom was like offended during the service because <laughs> she felt it was anti women. Oh. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's just there's some some like a lot of my cousins like relatives still. I like very church, but but your family for the most part was it's like a very my parents still go from time to time. I think they like it. the community. I don't know if they're still. Yeah, I guess if you grew up in an area where that's like the social thing, because yeah. I I never had that growing up as like church was the social thing. Yeah, but I I see that appeal for sure. Like comedy sure TV has that and oh totally you know a place to go and people you know oh, yeah and like a greater community. That's why so many like be- people who are bad at comedy stay with comedy because it is <laughs> it is nice. No one's kicking you out. And you you can just go hang out. Yeah, I guess and there's it's something like, to do at night, and you you like you know you know. You think they know they're bad at comedy? No, but like, <laughs> but that's probably. Is this what your confession is to tell me? No. Um, what do you have to tell me, Sam? No. That I'm uh, bad. That I'm no. I thought you're like Teresa. You're you gotta quit. You gotta quit. Teresa, you're very nice. Um, <laughs> no, that's interesting because the idea of like believing in something, I guess, in comedy, the. Uh, what's the the parallel is you're believing in yourself but then some people who don't really believe in themselves are sticking around for the fun of it we were methodist which is like like guitar comic or like guitar comic but like guitar Guitar. comedy of religion i guess like everyone's like fun and modern and cool and you're like all right great (laughs) (laughs) but also i'm not gonna remember this that is kind of what it's like (laughs) it's like very forgettable that's really funny the guitar comedy of church i like that um well this is sort of a loosely inspired by therapy as a podcast um so i have to ask do you go to therapy this is gonna the transition is gonna be so good you're gonna fall over oh, I love is it. that i yeah i went to therapy last year for a while and it was kind of my first sort of first time but like my okay. first time like as an adult being like i'm consciously going uh-huh were you like, um scared of going before or it just happened that you're like okay i guess now is the time to do i it. just kind of thought there wasn't anything wrong <laughs> and then and then last <laughs> last year wrong. i was like I i've got some stuff wrong. going on and i went and i went to like a sliding scale and i liked the guy but he was like my age uh-huh and so I was just like, well, I don't know if I'm getting anything out of this, but I was like, well, stick with it, stick with therapy. And then eventually I found out he has a Christian podcast. Oh, and I was no. like, and I could feel him. <gasps> this is, this might be me projecting, but I could feel him the whole time being like, just you know what it. else would be good is. Meet my friend. Yeah. Yeah. I also had a, a friend who felt persecuted Christ. and yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, you can't whip that out. Like I was so, so I was so like against evangelical it. Christian. No, like I Christian, mean, like. Yeah, he was he was he was chill guitar Christian, but he uh, I could tell that's like what he kind of wanted to tell me sometimes like when we'd get to like a dead end and he's he like was a good listener, but like didn't give advice. And what I wanted was advice. Like I didn't I probably am a big enough loudmouth dipshit that like I feel heard. I just need someone to tell me new stuff. Oh, that's interesting because a lot of I've heard the opposite um, from a lot of men is they don't want advice. They just want to be listened to oh i want to be told i want advice that's yeah well i mean i think that's good to um go to therapy (laughs) for but it's funny because i i have the inclination i mean it works on this podcast because people it's all fun and games and people come in wanting to talk about stuff but in real life sometimes people will tell me things and i'll try to like problem solve or give them advice immediately Mm -hmm. and i'll like feel tension and now that i I know i do do this yeah well you do the advice you get tense i give advice like i'm very i'm very bad people push back on that um (laughs) They should. <laughs> I think a lot of people will be like, sure, and like roll their eyes, and I'm like, well, I did it again. Like, Oh, well, that's... I, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's sure, but people like get mad, and I've, I've run into that in relationships, yeah. but now I'm like aware of it, and I will stop myself, or I'll say like, 
hey let me know if there's a certain mm. what are you looking for like y- like that people like yeah. you know vent to me i'll be like do you want me to tell yeah. you what i think or do you want me to just hear it i yeah, need yeah. to know because i need to like address your needs that's very evolved <laughs> of you it feels like that's but it's because I've run into, I've realized this about myself that I'll mm-hmm. treat it like my own problems where I'm like, all right, here's what you got to do. Have you tried this? And people are like, yeah, I'm not an idiot. I've <laughs> tried things. I just want yeah. you to hear Thanks me. for all the advice, Teresa. <laughs> no, but it's not, it's, I don't know. It's me like uh, assuming that like they want to know what I would do sure. where I think that's a leap that I yeah, make yeah. that's not It's like an true. ego thing. Yeah, I guess so. But, um, but I had someone tell me something recently that I thought was really well put and he was just like, I'm really great at asking for notes and, and when it comes to like my work. So mm-hmm. I'll, if I want notes on my life, I'll ask. So just trust that I'll ask. I'm like, oh, that's great. Now wow. I won't like offer it unless you ask. That is helpful and sounds maddening. If someone said that to me, <laughs> I was like, oh, is it like entertainment? Is that what it's like? Is it like your entertainment <laughs> we career? We get okay. it. That's what your life is. You're constantly doing drafts. <laughs> okay, I get it. You get paid. Um, <laughs> um, that's great. So you started therapy and it's been going well? Um, no, I need to find a new one and oh, I'm, okay. I'm looking, I'm actively looking, but I see. Oh no, because of the podcast. Is that why you dropped him? Oh, truly. Yeah. 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 yeah I remember going, really Oh, this isn't the, I know what the end of this is, which sure. is him. <laughs> um, and, and he, again, it was also just not a good fit. Like it was, yeah, sure. You I wanted different worldviews. I didn't. And he was, he was a good listener. I was just like, that's not what I need. <laughs> like, so, um, I, that's interesting. The whole idea of, cause I, I talk about religion a lot and I'm really fascinated with it. I didn't grow up religious, mm-hmm. but I do think, um, I like to me like there's something that does feel threatening when someone's super religious and I'm like why is that and I think it is this feeling like they're gonna try to project their view on me but I don't think that's true for all religious people it is true for some and I think uh it kind of reminds me of like drugs if this makes sense like you know people who are really into drugs and like you know I've done stuff here and there and like there's a difference between like being like sure I live my life and it's fun for me Mm -hmm. and I made my choices yes of course some are bad for you we all know yeah yeah but whatever. And then, and there's a difference between that and then people who are like, you know, the, the ayahuasca shrooms guys who are like, you mm-hmm. gotta do it. You gotta, mm-hmm. your life is not like, and truly yeah. like evangelical about drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I think about that uh, as a parallel to religion, it makes me feel better. Cause I'm like, there's people who just, it's good for them. They like it. And maybe truly yeah. are very Christian, like very into drugs or whatever. Yeah. And they're not trying to put that on you and you yeah. can kind of tell that yeah. someone's vibe, well, there's, but I mean it's, it's like such a fundamental life thing where it's like oh do you want to you like want to follow someone's example you don't want to be told yeah what to do uh you know James has James Austin yes, Johnson he's done one this one of the first guests yeah he's yeah he's about he's his. like a he's like a fascinating person for like religion yeah. and therapy and all that stuff and he used to really proselytize about therapy and then he told me recently he was like I'm proselytizing because it worked for me What's and I need to not mean? Like, t- like telling everybody to do it. Oh, okay. He's like, I'm telling everyone to do it because it worked for me. It doesn't work for uh-huh. everybody. And it's like, it's true. It doesn't. And yeah. dr- ayahuasca doesn't work for everybody. And therapy true. doesn't work for everybody. And everybody yeah. just kind of has to do their own shit. But it, like, if it works for you, you want to relay that because you feel that relief. Or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I've kind of come to that point. I would say I probably at the beginning of this pod was very much like everybody should go to therapy. But now I'm like everybody. <laughs> I'm only that way about pants that fit. <laughs> I just try to tell my everyone man, should wear these try to, pants. That no, I have. just pants. Just try to tell my male comedy friends wear pants that fit. That's my main. Oh, that's oh, my main evangelical like cause. So many men we know don't aren't wearing <laughs> pants that fit, and it's it changed my I've life. I never noticed so. that. Check now it out. Lot of lot of lot of carpenter jeans. It's bad. Okay. <laughs> Even in Los Angeles, it's tough. Yeah. yeah. Get them on the pants that fit train. Yeah, that's it. I stand by that. Um, I yeah, I've gone into. I used to be very into like the skinny tight jeans, mm-hmm. um, and now I just wear baggy things all the time. So great. 
Yeah, that's my Great. thing now. Yeah, I think that's, I... that's cool. That's we need to specific. It's a very it's very gendered. <laughs> like we need to get the men on the pants that fit. Oh train. sure, yeah, I see. Even yeah. it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Um, well, speaking of telling people things, Sam, is there anything <laughs> you would like to tell me? That's the cue. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, okay, so this is like a gen. I've told fr- friends of mine know this about my family knows this about, and I'm genuinely ashamed of it. So it oh, is like okay. a uh, confession, but it's going to sound stupid. Is I was the college Republicans president Whoa. as a freshman in college. Okay. And uh, I don't like that whole chapter of my life. It's really bad. But it is kind of how I started comedy. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting. I want to know more. Um, so you're still a <laughs> I want to know more. Clearly. You leave no, the room. I'm, I'm bye. Uh, <laughs> lock the doors. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa kicks my ass. That's the sound of that for um, an hour. Because you say it like it was a different period of your life. So it wasn't even like what? W- your whole worldview was different then. Like, did you were you truly Republican, or were you looking it's, for so a belonging? I'll I'll explain it as best I can. Is that also nothing wrong? I have to say, as much as I I'm clearly liberal and a Democrat. I have friends that are Republican, but uh, I know you seem like that's not where you are in life now. So sure, I, sure, when sure. I say all this, I'm not saying like. And the reason I'm ashamed, like I'm ashamed of it is I do think it's like a wrong. It's especially now such a completely <laughs> wrong worldview. But that's. Yeah. Um, it it came from a, from just such a like juvenile place, uh-huh. so that's like my excusing for it is, uh, there's something about like wanting attention mm. and being smart but not good at school, <laughs> but not really being particularly good at anything that I think like makes especially like white men want to be like contrarian, mm. and there's something about like, uh, like like being conservative and young that's like contrarian to some degree so you're just like look oh, at me yes. i'm okay i'm i'm so smart look how i've read the constitution and you like put on all this like false oh, shit so within your community that was uh, a contrarian thing because there's areas where that's like the main, no i main think thing. it was actually accepted amongst like my friends it was like contrarian so then okay. so your friends were still kind of like right, liberal and you're but, like i'm gonna this is my thing yeah so so here's kind of how it started is do you, do you know who buzzfeed benny is Benny Johnson, he's like an internet pariah and like a genuine fascist now. Like not a good. Sounds really familiar. Not a good person. Okay. He got fired from BuzzFeed for plagi- for plagiarizing like seventy articles. Oh, okay, yes. Anyway, he was my neighbor. Okay. And so he was a couple years older than me, and he was like he was like sixteen when I was fourteen. And he would like drive me home from football practice and stuff. Uh-huh. We were like friends, and he also like growing up in Iowa, like nobody likes cultural stuff. What do you and mean? And so like, like I would be like, like I like Saturday Night stuff? Live, oh, and people would be okay. like. I don't even no. I mean, in the broadest sense, like people are like, we don't I watch that TV. Was like a euphemism for like no Asian oh, yeah. people or something. <laughs> no, if they knew about that, they also would not fuck with that. But uh, this food tastes really cultural. Oh man, I had <laughs> I had pho in my hometown in uh-huh. Iowa, and I was like, that's not what this is. <laughs> like oh. it was so like such a funny sort of attempt at it. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, uh. So he and I were friends, and he was like really conservative, mm-hmm. and. I kind of didn't care and I thought it was like interesting to like be that because it was like not what everyone else our age was. Yeah. And then also there's a congressman who went on, who was a Republican technically, but went on to work in the Obama administration named Jim Leach, who was like my district congressman. And he was like a really kind, like nice old guy. And I like campaigned for him as a kid. And like when I was like 14 or 15 or 16 and my parents were always like kind of politically active. My mom's in like city council and stuff. I just, I guess I like thought I was like, a Republican for that reason, but it was uh-huh. also like peak Bush administration. Like it tells you how ignorant I was. It was like, how old were you when you were campaigning? Oh, I was like 14 or 15. Okay. 
And but it's like peak, you know, the, the Iraq war is clearly bad. Uh-huh. And it's like, two, you know, 2004 or five or whatever. And uh, it's so obvious and stupid to like try to be a Republican then is so funny <laughs> um, in retrospect. And then when I got to college, I just wanted attention and I mm-hmm. like wanted to do stand up probably. And so <laughs> I was a political science major and I went to like a young Republicans meeting because I just thought that's what you're supposed to do. Uh-huh. And I'd like read a bunch of like Christopher Hitchens. Like I was just like okay. a like a contrarian a little dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a was. just like a atheist like little shit. And um but there's like a line of that that goes into republicanism. Uh-huh. That's like you're like a libertarian and you're like Yeah, uh, or cuz you're almost like oh people have the control to get out of yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's just like I mean, it's just such a, it's such a like juvenile mindset. It's like it uh-huh. is it is for like teen boys. That's like who libertarianism is appealing to. Um, Was it the um, policies or the beliefs that appealed, or the friends or in the groups that appealed to you? Oh, it truly was like an identity thing. I just like didn't have any identity. Okay, and so that just was a thing that was about me. It was like I also like am a little Republican yeah. <laughs> asshole, <laughs> and so. Uh, yeah, then my freshman year, I went to like one of these meetings and like, you ever seen that Party Down episode, the College Republicans Party Down episode? I don't think so. It's the most like accurate portrayal of okay. that ever. It's just a, like stiff young men who like don't know what to do <laughs> and <laughs> a lot of closet cases. And like, uh-huh. I went to a very closet, like I went to like a college that was really known for music, but I didn't really do anything there. What's cool? Uh, Luther College in Iowa. Oh, okay. It has like a great like choir program and stuff oh, cool. but a lot of like dudes from minnesota who are like i'm straight i'm straight mm, i'm straight and okay. then they like get in a dorm their freshman year with like another man <laughs> and they're like i'm in love with a man like sure. there's a lot of that and uh and so then some college republicans are obviously like that and just like really fighting it yeah and very like anti-gay and stuff and machi- machismo yeah 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 and so they're like <laughs> they're like very <laughs> i remember like a, this poor guy who's like very effeminate and he was like big and doughy and he would constantly just be like i love i love guns and boobs and you're like no you don't pal <laughs> guns like and boobs. yeah and uh <laughs> cigars and manhood and i was like you don't you're just guessing you're That's like so you're funny. like feeling out of mad like about boobs oh they're around <laughs> um the, the they're on the front yeah <laughs> all right buddy uh so then i went to that meeting and they were like having elections for who's gonna be the president i was like i could be the president like look uh-huh. at these drips <laughs> and like <laughs> i truly got up and just like made jokes and they're like sam's our president now and yeah and that was uh we didn't really do we didn't do anything also which is <laughs> like thank god <laughs> thank god we didn't do anything <laughs> didn't cause any damage yeah we would like we would like read a book like we'd read like milton friedman you know economics books and shit and because uh-huh. i was like because i also was like not anti-gay at all and vehemently pro-choice even in high school about that kind of stuff i feel like younger republicans tend to skew socially liberal yeah 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 totally saying it like they know that yeah sure trouble with their parents but they're like yeah yeah so they they were also cool with like letting all that stuff go and then there were a couple like women who were like very catholic and very pro-life and that's why they were there and they were like and so that was like weird but we didn't really again like i was like we're not doing that stuff that's gross and then (laughs) uh yeah and then Right before, uh, oh, <laughs> this is a weird fact. We had, uh, then the 2008 election, John McCain was like bottoming out. It was right before mm. he like got with Palin and got back in the race. Uh-huh. Uh, we had dinner with him. Whoa. Like my family did. Oh, and, your whole family. Yeah, it was like me and my parents and like these two people from church that were like Whoa. state Republican heads or whatever. Through your school? 
No, they just, they they contacted this guy, and the guy invited us over because he knew I was the college Republicans oh, head or wow. whatever. And so, which was it, John McCain is like you know he was like uh, pleasant in the room, but I do remember him snapping at his wife, which is he oh, was known gosh. for doing that. I remember going, ew, like kind of gross. But he was you know he's really he was like genial and nice, and you know, in <laughs> in a broader philosophy, bad. But like <laughs> at the time, I thought that was very cool. And then uh, yeah, you usually don't make it to like a high political um without being ch- some without, kind of yeah, charming you you yeah if you know if you knew nothing about him you'd be like what a charming guy yeah. i mean t- i like saw george w bush speak and i remember at the in the room going oh i kind of in the room understand this guy's appeal like he is huh. i've heard biden's like that oh too. yeah like, bush is very charming right he's a charismatic person. yeah oh yeah you like like when you're in a room with him and if you yeah. if you knew nothing about him and you forgot everything you'd go what a like charming guy <laughs> and because he doesn't need to be Right, smarter talking about policy he's just he is he seems like warm yeah yeah that's the interesting thing about politics i mean there's clearly you do have to pick a side and i do think there's plenty of policy on the right that i wholeheartedly disagree with but i realize how hard that must be to if your job is no matter what you are as a person you have to all your entire like belief about this world and like mm-hmm. is on record for everybody like i'm thinking like everybody i work with like even if they seem liberal like if everybody's like voting record mm-hmm was made public. I'm sure there's tons of people who I'd be like, oh, I can't be friends with you anymore. Like it oh, would change yeah, totally. your opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because most of us are nuanced with our opinions. So yeah. th- that being said, there's, I feel like where we are now in the world, there's a lot of like, it should be black and white. This yeah, is wrong, there's, this that is gray right. area is yeah. kind of, has been blown up. But it yeah. used to be a little bit more like, oh, okay, like it, yeah, we yeah. don't talk about politics because I yeah, might yeah, still yeah. like you as a person yeah, even yeah. if I know you're against this thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then so you had dinner with him. Said dinner with him and then he lost and stuff. And, and then you're like, I only support winners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I also remember being like, oh, I like Obama too. Like this is, yeah. I'm going to, I think I like this guy. And then I went to, I think I had an internship in Washington, D.C. for some, and this is where it gets really off the rails. Oh, okay. It becomes like mutant Republican culture. Whoa. And this is all in your freshman year? No, this is my sophomore year. Okay. And so it becomes like mutant Republican culture. And <laughs> I go, I worked for... What does that mean? There's like... Conservative culture is such a... It's such a make work thing. Like it's so fake. Okay. Like I worked at a new... Like most conservative columnists or think tanks or whatever are just propped up by like a few very rich people. Like there's no huh. demand for it. It's all it's all oh, okay. pretty false. Like and I just got in the heart of all of it, wow. and it's like a very weird cultural thing that like most normal people have nothing to do with and will never see. It's like all lobbyists, and that sort of thing, or no? It's like I mean, kind of in like so a broad sense, it's lobbying, but it's like I mean, it, it does influence all policy. Like, um, but it's very behind the scenes stuff. It's like Koch mm. brothers stuff. Like it's okay. Uh, like I worked at a newspaper that was a free. Um, Mm. like tabloid that you could just pick up off the street for free. And it was like a newspaper in quotes, but it was called the Washington Examiner. And it's just funded by some rich guy. Like there's no <laughs> demand for it. I see. And it's, it's just all, like a and, and it's all just conservative views. and it's like regular news, but with like a conservative slant and then a bunch of like conservative columns. Okay. And it's like, nobody reads these guys or huh. knows who they are. They just, it's, it's just provide. It's just, they're going off money wow. provided by a guy with too much money who wants to keep that money. Do you know what I mean? That's wild. Cause it's, it's really crazy. Like, yeah. Whenever you're, traditionally Republicans have been more like keeping the status quo, right? Against like change or like keeps hanging onto their money, hanging onto their status. Sure. And yeah, whenever you're in that's that, a nice way to look at it. <laughs> true. And then also maybe keeping others down. Cause that's the flip side. Sure. Of it. Yeah. 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 That's but all to part do of it. that. You have to kind of, uh, it is a, like, you're going to have less of audience, right? Cause it's small. It's about keeping the 
smaller yeah. group of people rich. Yeah, so yeah. it is kind of tricking the world into thinking this is the majority. Well, yeah, there's there's such a small. I mean, like, I mean, there's a reason like like our legislature is so conservative. Like most people aren't. Uh, yeah pro-life and most people aren't pro-gun and yeah there's a reason that stuff has a stranglehold is because it's got so much money behind it anyway that's again so you an idiot explaining that stuff what did you but, have to do at this internship so i did research for them for their articles and i remember kind of the turning point being um presenting research about like the very beginning of like preliminary discussions of obamacare like in uh-huh 2009 and them being like this doesn't fit what we're talking about and we're being like no but i like researched it actually like this is what i found out and they and i can't remember even what the specific part of it was i also was drinking so heavily during all this (laughs) and that they and they were like yeah we're not interested in that and me going well that's not good that's not like i I was very rose colored glasses your values were challenged yeah. yeah and then i also took like journalism class at a conference room at the Fox News building. <laughs> and so then also, which was taught, this guy was like teaching journalism ethics, but it was just like conservative ranting. And then it turned oh, out man. by the end of the the class or whatever, um, that he he was just a guy who was, he was like a homeschool uh, <laughs> advocate. And by the end, we all had Anti-vaxer. an assignment about why public schools are bad. Wow. And it was just really crazy. And that whole time, I just like, it was all kind of coming apart. And I remember just being like, this is like, bullshit like all of this is so dumb and bad i met ann coulter and like oh my, my skin crawled and like it co- so anyway and i'm drinking and drinking and drinking because i'm like miserable i'm like this is not what i want to do with my life i've like made a huge uh-huh. mistake well, did uh, anybody from your friend group like college wise like were they challenging your beliefs did you guys get in fights about this or were they all at no I, I had like a good friend who was like i understand like why you want to think all of this but i think it's wrong and i remember being yeah. like you don't know anything buddy <laughs> And uh, he like even came and lived with me in DC for a couple of months too. And, uh, and while I was there, I, the, my one like kind of bit of relief was I would go to the, I lived next to the mall with a comedy club in it uh-huh. and I would go watch the open mic cause I was so jealous <laughs> and I would go watch Hampton Young and Aparna and Charla host oh, yeah. a <laughs> open mic in a mall. Wow. And I remember being like, this is incredible. This is the exact <laughs> opposite of all this like bullshit. This is like people like saying what how they feel and it's uh-huh. it's authentic and like and they were so funny then and it was like great to watch them and stuff. And then I still didn't do any stand up. I just watched it and yeah. then had blackout and go to work. <laughs> like it, wow. be, it was bad. And then it all kind of culminated the one with them. Who got, I feel like you're the one person who's ever gotten a positive uh, reaction from an open mic like we'll just watch oh wait, that might be true that's yeah that, that feels that feels correct and had I gone to like one without two now uh, yeah, now actually, relatively successful, successful comedians. comedians um but then I went to this thing called CPAC which is this like consul- mm-hmm. conservative culture thing that happens every year like uh-huh. Trump spoke at it last year and it's oh, it's yes. just the fucking it's this. the fucking dregs of the earth it's like the craziest <laughs> conservative people from the internet it's you can do your own research but it is like it's bananas. Anyway, uh, like, like Tommy Loren, Tommy Loren was there. The, this year. Okay. I, I went because I they like gave us passes, mm. and uh, I went with my friend at the time, Benny Johnson, and oh gosh, <laughs> we and I just got fucking hammered because I was like, this is this sucks. I remember I remember like yelling at people, <laughs> being like, lame, <laughs> like just a just a big fat drunk mess, and uh-huh. uh, really like everything coming apart, and then. We went to a party at Carl Rove's house. What? I could have killed Carl Rove and I didn't. Wow. Isn't that insane? I could have strangled him. <laughs> and I just passed. Anyway, so we're at a party at Carl Rove's house. There are no women. 
There are no women at a party. It's just white guys smoking cigars and drinking scotch because that's what they think is cool. And it was so lame. And I remember being like, this is bad. I'm done with this. And uh, I like blacked out so hard that they called me into my journalism internship the next day. And we're like, we heard you uh, (laughs) had a a few drinks last night. And I was like, yeah, maybe um, a lot of people did. And I just like lied. Did you make a scene? I don't don't remember. (laughs) And... uh, and then the, I didn't, yeah, and then I didn't go to the last class because it didn't matter if I did or not. And I, then I was done. Yeah. And then you were just like, I don't believe in this anymore. Yeah. And I was done. And I literally was like, I need to fully reevaluate how I feel about everything. So. Oh, wow. And I started comedy. So then I, yeah, then I finished college and like went to like a, an open mic in Iowa, which is like as bad as you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been, well, back then was as bad as you can imagine. Now it's like awesome because like everybody knows about stand up. So like small yeah. town stand up is actually super fun. Like the count, like the open mic now at Penguins Comedy Club in Cedar Rapids is like a hundred people, and it's oh, like wow. the hottest crowd. Damn! <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is great. <laughs> but back then, it was like five people. It was five sure. comics, one audience, and you'd be like, oh, well, this gosh. is miserable. But uh, yeah, and then I was like, I think I just want to try stand up, and then like, eventually I just moved to attention. Yeah, time. truly, truly, <laughs> and I, and I remember tracing it back and going like, oh my god, that's all this was is like I just wanted. Uh, someone to look at me while I was talking. Because that one time you got up on stage and Truly. became the president from yeah, yeah. being funny. Mm-hmm. That's wild. So, um, yeah. It's also <laughs> wild because they feel like to fall into that um, and like have like like you came out of it. But I feel like having a different set of events, someone like you could easily have gotten deeper into it, right? Totally. If you did had, find more acceptance or well, something. Yeah, well, and had it paid off immediately, like if they were like, we're going to hire sure. you or something. And I would have been like, all right, I guess. <laughs> I don't have any direction. And so I'm so glad that that didn't happen. Because now it's like, especially from seeing the like belly of it, it's like, this is these are bad people. And I Yeah, the like, fakeness, I feel like what you pinpointed that. Cause like it's conservative like, congressmen are bad. Here's what's worse is conservative politicians, the apparatus around them, it's like those people are bad like they are actively because it's misrepresenting just all, true um, things and like mm. constantly just on the side of huge businesses and like, like cover-ups a lot yeah of that. i mean like it really is like that like that's yeah that's gonna sound exaggerated and like too much to some people but that is that's how it felt the whole time i guess it is um it's like t- we're talking about like what what you believe in but a lot i I get the sense, and I haven't been very deep in that community, so I'm, this is my assumption, but I get the sense a lot of people in that conservative conservative world don't even truly believe what they're saying. Yeah, some of them are deeply cynical, and they're just like, well, this is just how the world like works Like, they want to keep their... Like, they'll, like, use emotions to mm-hmm. um, get what they want, but of they course. don't even of truly course. believe it. Of course. And so, yeah, it's a lot of hypocrites. But that's, it gets tricky because then on the left, there's always going to be hypocrites in politics, but it's tricky because the left really um, hangs on to being the honest and truthful one, which mm-hmm. is never fully true Well, too, politics. I mean, and, and too much. I mean, that, that was, yeah. uh, that was, that's kind of always a, well, cri- a, criticism, a criticism now of like, you know, the Clinton campaign or like Pelosi now yeah. just being like, excuse me, you're breaking the rules. And then Trump right. doesn't give a shit if he's breaking the and rules. Then if they got it doesn't caught, matter. If the left gets caught breaking one rule, it's all hell because it's like yeah oh yeah oh, acorn you, goes away you right. know what i mean it's like, like now you can't say this but the truth is like two wrongs don't make it right yeah, I mean, yeah, if yeah everybody's wrong let's handle all of it but yeah it's it's like the impeachment they were talking about um the republicans said something they were like oh well so now we're just gonna bring up hearsay or and they're like is this whole court just gonna be like he said this she said this yeah that's yeah, what yeah. court is but the way they said it so yeah. like playing on your yeah. emotions you're like yeah, yeah you're right they're intentionally Why disingenuous doing that and yeah. it's like 
yeah because that's how it works <laughs> and you're poking a hole into the the structure of mm-hmm. court to mm-hmm. make us all wonder like mm-hmm. why do we believe this person it's like yeah, yeah. because it's that's how evidence yeah, works. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our testimony. That's what testimony is. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah. Um, wow, that's crazy. Um, well, I'm glad that you've had this like change. Um, what was your life after that? Like, did you find? Like, how did you kind of find oh, a new community? I um, it was it was standing by. Like, finished college. And I was like much happier in college without like doing that stuff. Did you find that like sense of identity you were looking for like in stand up? Non non yeah, stand up is when I so that so I just like ha- I like finished school and was kind of like very meandering and I moved to San Diego, which is a very weird place to start stand up. Wow, yeah. And then from Iowa to San Diego. Yeah, I just had a couch to stay on. So gotcha. um and then San Diego is also like also conservative area. I think it's very conservative. It's one of the reasons I didn't want to stay there. Yeah. Is, oh, okay. After I was there for three years and I was there during like a nice time where like they built two comedy clubs downtown and I uh-huh. lived downtown. So I just immediately like I got to MC both of those like every weekend. Oh, and so it was really nice. So I got like a bunch of reps in really quick. And then, yeah, comedy like filled all those yeah. voids, <laughs> which is like attention, feeling good at something, uh, community, all that stuff. Do you um, feel like now because you've like... And just growing up, like being older true, is yeah. like, oh yeah, like I can have some regular <laughs> thoughts there and just like, oh, oh no. Well, how do you feel when um, you someone disagrees with you now? Because you, having been on like two extreme sides, mm-hmm. like does do you feel like you're more empathetic or are you more like, oh, I w- used to be there and now I don't? Like how, how do you respond um, if people I'm, I'm don't... I'm more empathetic, I think. The... I like, I do like to lecture people. <laughs> Uh-huh. Which is very embarrassing. That could be my other secret. It's just I do want to like. In what I'm way? happy to like sit down with someone and like explain a thing I know about, oh, and gotcha. like I like to do it, and it's it's probably very embarrassing, but um. Not necessarily if there's ca- something you're I'll, passionate about. Yeah, if, about if anyone wants me, it. yeah, yeah, it's like so, sometimes it'll be like. Um, Are you talking about like, like mansplaining if someone doesn't want to know, and you're like, no, 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 this is no. Not. Just I, I will just start if someone like doesn't. Oh. If someone's like, oh, I'd like to know about that. And I'll be like, well, I'll tell you. And then I'll start. And then they can tell me to shut up if they want. But it's like, uh-huh. I do, I don't mind uh, uh, being a little preachy. But what are like your passionate topics? Are they like stupid things? Or you're like, oh, it's, I mean, it, all over uh, the map. Tr- truly, like, I do like to talk about like why conservatism is the way it is. And like, uh-huh. I've since like done. I don't know. I like read about it a lot and I'm like fascinated by why it's so uh, pervasive and like how it kind of brainwashed an entire generation of people and like why all our older relatives like retire and then suddenly watch too much Fox News. Like, What's know. something a lot of people don't know about conservatism that you're like, oh, I could tell you this. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I, then, then I also don't feel like I have enough authority to say that there's like one, there's like a, a thing like that. I don't know. Gotcha. But I... Um, I mean, just like the arbitrariness of the religious right and the hmm. fiscally conservative right joining like that. Those are that's a completely arbitrary designation. Jerry Falwell didn't want to pay taxes in the 70s. That's like literally why those so are linked. Just, that's like the what's, what's reached the out to Reagan. Of, and that's like the, what, well, the king of England who d- wanted to get a divorce. So mm-hmm. then he just created a new yeah, religion. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's uh, he's like, um, it's, actually, it's leaders this is the new religion have their now. own yeah <laughs> interests. And then it accidentally becomes a thing that ruins the country. So, hmm. yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. Um, OK, so I feel like I, I'm like trying to get a sense. So I, I know you now, obviously, you're very much like a liberal comedian who 
seems like very like sane and like whatever. Well, cause <laughs> you it's seem like, very sane. <laughs> again, I don't think Republicans are all insane, but I think what you're talking about, the heart of like the, the leaders who are creating the, yeah. that well, there's, are and, there's, and there's casual Republican identity stuff, which is like my grandma doesn't like know any of that. She just yeah. is a Republican because that's like what people at church told her she is and she and she agreed and she's never gonna read anything and it's never gonna matter to her but that's how she'll vote because like the very other nice women in her (laughs) prayer circle do that and that's like i don't resent that that's fine like like it's not good but it's fine (laughs) i feel that way about um i grew up in a very liberal area so i was automatically a democrat from the start and i do still agree Mm -hmm. with i mean that is the right party for me i think but i do constantly think like if i had grown up in a different place mm-hmm. like where would my beliefs fall it's hard to tell i i and i always like hearing um people who started at different places who like we all kind of ended up in yeah, la yeah. in a very similar mindset and there's so well, many i wouldn't even consider myself a democrat now or not necessarily but just like liberal socially liberal i would say right like i would say i'm like a leftist like a yeah. fully yeah like generally um yeah it's funny because i i say i'm a democrat because i tend to vote democrat but i don't align myself very politically yeah. with people that sure. much because sure, it's sure, just sure. like everyone's flawed. But I do think we end up in comedy with um, generally kind of s- similar views from such different backgrounds. And it's so yeah. fascinating for me, to, like people who started in a very, very opposite place who get out of that and like find their way to LA and, yeah. Oh, yeah. and have a dream. And like, it just, <laughs> I don't know. It's very interesting to me uh, how that happens. But yes. Okay. <laughs> well, um, what now? What now? Well, no. Okay. I want to. Okay. Let's talk a little bit. So I, I, believe I feel like I stranded you on an island of you where, didn't we, strand me. where well, we, we, where we can't get back to something fun. <laughs> like we're not, just like, not, oh, the country's bad, isn't it? All right. Well, bye. I think you have a unique um, voice because you have, or seem so aware like of the journey you've already taken and you've mm-hmm. like already taken it all the way to the end. And That's some, some white guy shit is like, ma- like <laughs> really being uh, aware of your own narrative and like well, story. Some people, <laughs> a lot of times people will do confessions, but then they're still like, Oh, and this is a sign that this is a thing that I'm working on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we get into that. But that I, that I do want to talk about. So the whole idea of like sort of being a white guy, not having an identity and feeling like you mm-hmm. needed to. And I think in a way that is like, not in a negative way, but in a way that's like a privilege, right? Because, mm-hmm. If you don't have an identity, mm. you are kind of going out there. If, like, you, if you don't have a, a you cultural don't feel identity. Like you, yeah. Because the, technically the world mm-hmm. is your oyster, right? So yeah, you yeah, can yeah. kind of choose. Yeah, yeah. choose. Um, well, it's that, not, it's not imposed on you from the start. Sure. Well, and I think there's probably some, some line in there that I'm not um, fully grasping, which is that like for white men of this era, conservatism like being contrarian conservatism is appealing but like a lot of that stuff if i had been more like uh internet savvy i maybe would have been like a pep you know what i mean like yeah. if this was now and oh, like, then yeah, i was like yeah, a yeah. pepe guy like oh, a like a <laughs> like a contrarian you know what i mean it's like there's there's yeah. some appeal in that like the reddit red pill or anything yeah like all that, that shit yeah. it's like the the gateway to a lot of that stuff is like um is like south park or like rick and morty or whatever it's like all the like comedy is kind yeah. of a weird there's something about being contrarian that's in comedy you feel that is better in, than uh, you feel like you're yeah. an elite group a little bit when you get the joke and and people have like written about this is like that's you know white men to some degree feel displaced whether or not that's valid and then have channeled that into like being in the alt right or being like yeah. especially like 4chan monsters or whatever. Well, yeah, that's, so, so that's the part that I, does interest me. There is kind of a and young white how, men crisis, but well, yeah, because how do you so what for people who don't feel like they have an identity? Like you probably know this world better than me because I grew up very much like 
I'm no, I'm very aware that I'm Asian American. I'm very aware that there's some differences from yeah. the rest of the school. And, and then I, you know, and that's did, my did identity. Did you um, go to like a very Asian school or? No? Uh, it was pretty mixed. Um, there were plenty of Asian people in the Bay but Area. You felt, but you felt like immediately like this is part of my yeah because you know that kind of stuff and not in a i I would say i was spared from a lot of racism but there's little things like in kindergarten i remember people doing the like chinese japanese eyes right so from the very beginning you're like and if you guys don't know what that is it's when a kid puts their eyes up and goes chinese japanese and japanese goes down japanese goes up (laughs) and then i don't think i knew that part of it (laughs) and that's how you know if you're chinese or japanese i think in iowa everyone thinks everyone is chinese (laughs) (laughs) everyone goes there's one kind and it's chinese and this fuzz chinese Chinese. it's got pepperoni in it so enjoy (laughs) well yeah i so i never quantified that as racism until i got older and i don't think those kids were being racist they were just trying to be like you're different let's talk Mm -hmm. about it but i was very aware from an early age of that identity. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the part we don't talk about is like, it's not like as a young white person, um, you're not going out there being like, I'm going to go out and do racism or, uh, or have privilege or do that. You know what I mean? Like you, obviously, <laughs> you woke up and went, I'm going to go out and do racism. <laughs> well, cause some people do some that. People do do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you describing your story. didn't seem like you were that, but in, mm. you're still drawn to go towards certain things because you feel like this loss of identity and like, mm-hmm. I don't know where you... But I also like, think that's part of being young is well, you don't, regardless of your ethnicities, you just like don't know what you yeah. are. Like, and a weird short circuit of that is like, if you're like really good at sports or you're like mm. really good at something as a kid, it's like you do, that's you can like really right. identify with that. And like, I wasn't very good at anything. That's the other, yeah. that's the other, I was like smart, but I was terrible at school. You were fine. And, so, and that's okay. But well, so was it mostly white where you grew up? Like were Very you, white. Okay. So yeah, it wasn't even white. that you were... Uh, picking like a more white identity. Yeah, I just wanted a thing to be. That's mm-hmm. and and the other thing that's the thing about growing up rurally is like I liked comedy, but like you don't like yeah. that where I'm from. Like nobody, <laughs> truly nobody like knew what that was. Like my parents did because they were like they're from an even smaller town, and uh-huh. they loved like John Belushi. <laughs> like so they that oh, was like okay. a thing they bonded over when they they got married out of high school and moved. Yeah, is they like they liked like that. They liked like TV and movies and stuff, which sure. is like, I still have relatives that are like TV and movies. That's probably TV evil. And, and you're like, yikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, th- what you said kind of reminded me because I, I like to, and I'll say I make fun of this on stage as a joke, um, just like white guys who love uh, Asian culture, right? Oh, yeah. But yeah. you kind of remind <laughs> me of that. a funny kind of guy. It's, it is funny. And, it, and I'm still going to make fun of it. I don't feel sorry for that. But. <laughs> <laughs> as you shouldn't. But that being said, like what you're describing makes me kind of think about it in a different terms, right? Like if you grow up sort of looking for an identity and let's say then you went to college with a lot of Asian people Mm -hmm. and like they took you in and you've, and it was interesting and different. I could see like, I could see someone like truly not understanding why that, I don't want to say it's wrong. It's not wrong. It just feels weird to me when someone. Well, it's because being horny is funny and being horny is like so tight into it. It's just being like you're into, because like if you're wearing a shirt with flames on it and you like love, Asian stuff you like probably love hentai and that's funny yeah it's definitely there's some of that yeah but I but then I do think there's a part where it is just people latching onto an identity Mm -hmm. and that's the part that fascinates me because I'm like that's not wrong to want that but it's so hard to like bridge this gap because if you don't realize till you're like 20 that you didn't have an identity and then you're like oh there's all these people who like really feel sure of themselves and you're like what if i adopt yours and your needs still do need to be met but the reason it feels wrong is because it's like well that person latched onto their identity because they struggled and it felt like that's well and it it almost you saying that is making me think like it's almost more innocent if you're in a rural area where there is none of that stuff and you just are like i'm the one person who's into 
uh, Dragon Anime. Ball Z or whatever. So now, mm-hmm. like, I had a friend in elementary school who I haven't seen forever because he moved to Japan, literally to go just be <laughs> a guy who was into Japanese culture, just like a little white yeah. guy. And it's like no one where we grew up liked any of that stuff. Like he like loved yeah. like Godzilla and stuff. And so he was gone. <laughs> That's he's just like I'm out. That's my thing. And then it makes more sense because you're not you're not interacting with any actual Asian people. <laughs> and so you're like, well, this is just a this yeah. is almost pop culture to me. And I'm now I have it in the way you like have Marvel <laughs> movies. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, sure. Like being into Star Wars, except it's like a whole different. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's so almost so abstract. You're like, yeah, I don't know any <laughs> Asian people, know but any this Asian is people. like, I'm a fan of it. That's so funny. Yeah, I've never thought about it that way. Well, I guess if you're one of those people, I mean, I'm sure I'm not there excusing are those... it blanket. I'm just saying, like, if you grow up with none of it, it almost it probably does seem more. It feels innocent because it's like appreciation, but there always is something that just rubs me the wrong oh, way. It should. It should rub everyone <laughs> the wrong way. It's bad. But then I guess I was into like French movies when I was a kid, and I'm like. Is, it's not the same. No kids are doing franchise. It's, <laughs> like, not, it's not the same. You're right. But it is like sometimes that. I think about that. And I'm like, could this seem like I'm like really into European culture? But then also I grew up in uh, America where that is appreciated by all. Yeah, so yeah. then I don't know. Yeah. There, it's so layered. Your point is we're not doing enough casual French racism. And I think that's true. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so we should be doing more. I am dressed as a French man right now. Um, <laughs> I'm dressed e- as a French maid. A ba- <laughs> Um, well, thank you for sharing that, Sam. Uh, oh, yeah. Thanks yeah, for having I me. feel like, uh, was there anything else about your Republican past you wanted to, that we didn't get to? Oh, that was all the awful okay. shit. Well, <laughs> I'm going to, I, I, uh, absolve you of that past. So oh, thank you. You don't need to feel <laughs> any shame. That's very nice of you. Yeah, yeah I yeah. have that power. Um, God told me that I can, <laughs> <laughs> that I can absolve you of, or whatever God I you I appreciate that. Um, I have a game. Would you like to end on a game? Yeah, of okay, course. Cool. I always ask. You never know. Sometimes people are like, God, I hate fun. Um, all right. This is called Best Answer for What? We've played this before. It's a game based off of Yahoo Answers. Mm-hmm. If you've never been to Yahoo Answers. It's great. It's great. Yes. There's a lot of uh, very dumb people um, and also very wise who don't know. So, <laughs> but what we <laughs> like. Intentionally profound. Yeah. What we like is the weird questions and the weird answers. So this is very simple. I'll read the best answer for a question that was asked and then multiple choice. You have to guess mm-hmm what the original answer was. Well, I could do multiple choice or I've been doing this thing where I leave it open because sometimes people want to riff. I do you want to guess? I want to do multiple choice. Okay, multiple I think choice. that's fun. Okay. So here's the first one. The answer is, personally, I would have to say turd is the word. <laughs> so what was this question? A, what is the funniest word in the English language? B, what's the most polite way to say number two? C, what's the best way to describe the taste of kombucha? Or D, what should I name my kid? Um... B. Good guess. The answer is actually A. What is the funniest word <laughs> in the English language? What do you think is the funniest word? Um, turd is pretty funny. I like. Tur- turd's a, pretty funny. I'll yeah. give turd some. I don't know. I like a long words though, like onomatopoeia. Yeah, yeah. But that's not a funny word. Yeah. What do you think is the funniest word? I don't know if. The, yeah, I don't know if I can do it out I of think context. But is pretty funny. But is really funny. I like to just say yeah. but sometimes. Yeah, but's just an extremely good word. Yeah. Appropriately, it sounds like a butt. Um, number two. Okay, this is the answer. Don't and also probably won't work. Grow up. Get a job. Zoos are full of animals you can find on Earth or Google. Not that fascinating. That's the answer for what, what question? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I take the snake skin, the snake shed at the zoo and sell it on eBay? B. Can I take advantage of a senior citizen discount if I'm in my 30s? Um, I want to go to the zoo and use wrinkle makeup. 
<laughs> C, can I take an Instagram account for the rhinoceros at the zoo to make money? Or D, can I dress up like a lion and live in the lion exhibit for free at the zoo? Can you read the initial answer again? Yeah. <laughs> Don't and probably won't work. Grow up. Get a job. Zoos are full of animals <laughs> you can find on Earth or on Google. Not that fascinating. Uh, B is so specific. Yeah, I think I accidentally gave it away. I started reading. It's too weird. It's, I started reading the parentheses part. You're correct. It's B. Can I take advantage of a senior citizen discount if I'm in my 30s? And then the follow-up, which I wasn't supposed to read, was I want to go to the zoo, but the tickets are too expensive. I went to Party City and bought a wrinkle makeup set. Will this work? The uh, Also, the answer is like incoherently upset with someone freeloading, which is like <laughs> such an online answers thing. Yeah, don't. Yeah, maybe get work. a job. It's like, what? why wouldn't they have a job? <laughs> <laughs> right he's just asking maybe um, get a job and don't go to the zoo yeah and also the shade at the zoo in general there oh like yeah yeah zoos are full well, of such, animals you can find on earth <laughs> yeah that's such that's so online it's conflating two things that are both incorrect and being mad about it <laughs> not that fascinating maybe get um, a job at the zoo you're doing great you've got one point okay <laughs> <laughs> so let's see if you can get this next one here's the answer any person can win, wear whatever the fuck they want Okay, is the question A, can I wear it? Is it about me wearing the French maid outfit right now? <laughs> yes, Sam, this is an intervention. <laughs> You're doing um, it too much? It was funny one time. It was funny. Um, a, can I wear an Ed Hardy shirt to my sister's bat mitzvah? B, <laughs> should women wear pantyhose to work? C, are unattractive men allowed to wear nice clothes? Or D, is it weird that I sneak into my boyfriend's room when he's at work and put on his fancy three-piece suit and pretend to marry myself in the mirror four times a week? <laughs> that last part is very fun and I'm going to say it's that <laughs> <laughs> um, good guess but the answer is C are unattractive men allowed to wear oh, nice clothes I, uh, <laughs> that was my second choice I like I like that as an idea like yeah. if you needed to ask it's the like, internet about, allowed <laughs> I know Aww. buddy speaking you need of speaking friends. of Pepe incel culture yeah Ooh, ouch alright you're doing great okay this last point or this last question is going to be what 10 points so if you get it right you win Okay, <laughs> cool. I, I make the rules. Okay. A, or the question. A, the question. Too much are... <laughs> question. The answer is yes, but that will be the least of your problems. Okay, so the question is either A, do vampire bites leave scars? B, does the Church of Scientology have accessible bathrooms? C, do I have to pay taxes if I steal someone's identity? Or D, will I get a new TI if I date a DJ? Oh, man. What's the answer again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that will be the least of your problems. I think it's the DJ one. It's the UTI DJ one. Well, it's not the DJ one, but Damn I'll it. give you one more I'm guess. I'm terrible at this game. It's okay. The Ds are usually just dumb jokes I write. So that that's your hint. So you can it's either A, B, or C. Vampires, Scientology, or stealing an identity. Scientology. C. Or C, it's... Uh, <laughs> Answer is A, do vampire bites leave a scar? Someone's asking that on Yahoo. I don't know why. Maybe they should get it checked out, though, if they have mm. some scars. <laughs> um, but that's it. But thanks for playing, Sam. But you know what? Oh, that just shows man, me that... Man, I struck out so hard. <laughs> I, I didn't I'm not mean, very in tune with the Yahoo Answers community, which I don't know. I feel and okay neither about. should you be. Yeah, yeah. And um, I just wrote questions that were too hard, and I'm sorry about that. But you probably it will get feel a like UTI fault, if you date a DJ. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I consider that our advice. Just don't date a DJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's a risk for Or make them wash their hands, you know. Yeah, yeah. They Dirty use their records. fingers a lot, you know, on those records. It's <laughs> Teresa goes blue at the end. That's how where, we get banned from her podcast where, network. <laughs> where can people find you? 
uh, on Twitter at Vote Sam Wiles and uh-huh. on Instagram at Sam Wiles. And please listen to my podcast, Fight Island. It's really fun. We just talk about what things would win in a fight. And that's, that's such it. A great and we just, yeah, like uh, the cast of Seinfeld, we put them into tears. Uh-huh. We do lightweight, middleweight, heavyweight. Oh, it's fun. like who would win a fight versus like Newman versus Putty is the middleweight. And then like. <laughs> Jerry and George versus Elaine and Kramer as the heavyweight. And then we just talk about how that would go. That's super and fun. it's fun. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, I host it with Jordan Dahl and it's fun and we have a guest and we have a good time. So nice. Um, you can follow this podcast at tell me anything pod or me at Larissa T on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening. guys. Bye.